What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, we stopped the yard today. Get ready for it. I got to get to it. Let's two step with me. Two step. calm down a little bit ladies and gentlemen welcome to another edition of the rico report it's the post game report if you guys are new to the channel you guys know what to do hit that like button smash that like subscribe to the channel if you guys have not subscribed to the channel if you're a miami dolphins fans i know you don't want to be here but i know you do want to be here to kind of see the reactions of a bills mafia member well ladies and gentlemen tune in Tune in and let's just enjoy the win for just a second here because it started off a little shaky. It started off a little shaky. I'm not going to cap. It started a little shaky. My man was kind of frustrated me until he decided to wake up, wipe the cobwebs, you know what I'm saying, and kind of wake himself up, take the smelling salts, do whatever he had to do because he turned in a masterful second half. Second half, he was dialed in. He was on it. But it took the whole squad to make these things happen. Did it not? I mean, Coach McDermott keeps preaching, right? Doesn't he keep preaching it? Complimentary football. I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but complimentary football is what he's been preaching <laughs> since the man got here. And today you got a, a wonderful version of complimentary football. You got the defense shutting down the second half. Forcing a punt, forcing a punt, forcing a punt. I think we had five forced punts, and we end the game on a beautiful diving interception by Taylor Rapp. And that's how you wrap up the game. That's how you wrap up the game. You couldn't have asked for a better ending against a better, a, a good opponent. Give the credit to the Miami Dolphins. They had a solid year. The injury bug hit them at the worst time. So I totally, I totally get it. I totally get it. But sometimes, you know I mean, things need to happen other teams' way. This needed to happen for the Bills. This was necessary to happen for the Bills. The Bills needed this one. The Bills needed this one. We get to take this shit back to Buffalo and host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is it going to be a cakewalk? Heck no, it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's playoff time. But my goodness, we've got to talk about these Bills, man. Now, flowers need to be given out. All right. You guys already know what time it is, man. We got to give flowers out. And uh, I like to start giving the flowers to the other squad. You know what I'm saying? You got to give the other squad some credit. They showed up. They did what they could. They kept it close as, as best they could. They really did. But the bills at the end of the day were just too much. Once we found the rhythm, once we found, you know what I'm saying, where we could take full advantage of these boys, we started doing work. But it started with with certain guys having to step their game up and obviously and realize what needed to happen. Now, let's go back, I mean, and, and look at this Miami Dolphins team. First and foremost, salute to Tua. Tua had a fantastic year all year. You got to give it to him. You, you, can't, you can't hate on Tua. He had, he had a, a, 
a solid year, right? And uh noteworthy year. Though I mean, looking at the boss score right now, what did Tua do with Tua? Uh Tua was a buck 73, <laughs> uh one inter- uh, two interceptions, one TD, had a 62.7 rating. We match up extremely well against the Miami Dolphins. Let's let's keep it a buck here. We match up extremely well. Like when Rogers says, I own the Chicago Bears, when he means it, he means it. You guys know what I'm talking about. When he gives you the discount double check, he gives you the belt and he ah, he gives it to you. That's Josh Allen, man. That's Josh Allen. Josh Allen officially is on Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, I guess, status of owning another team. When Tom Brady owned the Bills, we had to just shut up and say, all right, you got it, pimp. You got it, pimp. That's all you. When Rodgers says, I own Chicago, you got it, pimp. You do. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm going to be honest, Josh Allen has been dominating Miami. He's been dominating Miami, and today was no different. If you look his statistics alone, statistics alone, my man went 30 for 38, 359. I mean, listen, we're going to get into Josh Allen afterwards, but Tua Tagovailoa, 17 for 27, buck 73, 6.4 yards. I mean, not, not, his, uh, not his standard. Uh, they had something going with Devin A-Chain, but they decided to go away from it. Why? Because we made adjustments. Coach McDermott made adjustments. That little pistol pistol offense you guys had going, running the same play all over again, we couldn't stop it until we made some adjustments. Terrell Bernard made some adjustments, wasn't out, out over-pursuing, stopped in his lanes, and away we go. So that run game, we had to put that to a stop. 56 yards off of 10 carries for Devin A-Chain. Uh, Jeff Wilson got in the action, nine carries for 45 yards. And uh, we, we kept you out to 100 uh, 108 yards. I mean, we would have loved to see it under 100, but hey, what are you going to do? Tyreek Hill, 82 yards, seven reception, valiant effort, sir. You were on pace for 2,000 yards, and I know no, there was no way in heck you were about to get 100 yards. We've kept you at bay for quite some time. I mean, we did it last year. We did it this year again. I mean, I mean, shoot, we swept y'all, man. We swept y'all once again. Oh, it feels, it feels good. You know what I'm saying? A division foe, you got to get after him. But they, they did what they needed to do. Now I'm off. I'm off the 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 Miami Dolphins. Like I got I got none. I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. But flowers. You got to give Mike check. You got to give flowers to those that that really deserve it. And today, I got to give the first one to Coach McDermott. Coach McDermott absolutely deserved this one. This guy went through the fire. This guy. They were trashing that brother's name. He came out of the ashes, if you will, and said, all right, damn all of that. I know my faults. I know I messed up. I'm going to own it. And now that it's over and done with and it's behind me, let's kick some ass. And that's exactly what he did. He had these bills, what, five of of the last six games they've won? Let's keep it rolling. We've got four more to go, people. We've got four more to go. I am absolutely thrilled with the way this team has played today, folks. You can't even take away from the hard work this defense, this offense have put together, special teams, everybody suited up and everybody came through to play. Give love where love is is supposed to be given. By the way, I got to give a big shout out to Blind Man Stone coming in with a big super chat. Let me show my man some love for that. Let's freaking go. That's exactly what he's saying. Hardy's momentum punt return was absolute clutch. And I got to give, listen, I got to give an apology to Deontay Hardy. I said I was absolutely done with Deontay Hardy. And I absolutely meant it. I'm not going to cap. I absolutely meant it. I said, I am done with Deontay Hardy. Deontay Hardy should be giving me more than what he's giving me. And I'm done with him. And what does he do? He waits till week 18 in a crucial moment to take back a punt return to the house and just completely take the air 
out of Hard Rock Stadium. We we turned Hard Rock Stadium to Soft Rock Stadium. It wasn't it wasn't the same after that. And once my man Hardy came through and did that, I'm a believer now. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back on Team Hardy now. Now that we know that you're able to do those things, boy. Offensively, maybe you we don't have a role for you offensive. That's fine. But special teams, this is what we needed from you. And you came through in the clutch. Salute <laughs> to my man, Deontay Hardy. I'm still going to be hard on you. But today you get a pass. You came through and you helped the squad. Salute to my man, Deontay Hardy. Now, back on McDermott. McDermott, they sullied that man's name. They said he was no good. They said he needs to be fired. He needs to go. He needs... All of that. And I honestly am proud to say that I stood by and was like, nah, that's my coach. I love that dude. He is the man for this team. And there's no better person to lead this team into winning a championship, right? They could have folded. This locker room could have said, yo, F McDermott, man. Listen, I'm not feeling all this stuff that's going on, man. You fired Kid Dorsey. It's a mess. We're not even playing well. This, that, and the third. And he said, no, bump all that. We're going to trust the process. My gosh, I can't believe I just said that. We're going to trust the process, and you're going to believe in what these guys do. There's 11 dudes on this field. You got to believe what they want to do. You got to believe what the goal is. And that they did. They came through and handled business. I'm telling you, man. I love this damn team. I get so frustrated with them. Don't get me wrong. We're all fans of the team. This team frustrates us. They absolutely do. But fam, you got it. You got to give credit to where credit is due. So Sean McDermott, salute to you. You deserve your flowers, my man. You deserve your flowers. You kept this team together. We could have folded, man. We were six and six. We were six and six at one point. We could have absolutely folded. But you said, no, we're going to fight. We're going to claw, we're going to be resilient, and we're going to make shit happen in exactly exactly what they absolutely did. So salute. Salute to Coach McDermott. Yes, Rico. I stood McDermott. I stood. Yo, salute to everybody that was like, I'm Team McDermott, and he ain't getting fired. Because a lot of people were like, yo, get rid of that bum. Get rid of that bum. You guys can come back now. Y'all can come back. I'm still friends with you. Y'all can come back. So salute to everybody that was on on the whole, keep McDermott. Let everybody calm down. He's a damn good coach, and he's proved it these last six games. He's had these boys freaking rolling, man. Salute to my guy, McDermott. Hey, GQ Bob, what's up, man? Let's fucking go. Defense balled out. Josh calmed down in the second half and chilled out. Yes, he did. The Bills uh, the Bills are 19-2 and two in December and January. Woo! 19-2 and two since 2020 in the regular season. Y'all better put some respect on our name. You damn right. Now, listen. I'm absolutely thrilled about how this performance went down. The fact that the Bills were able to not only clinch a playoff spot with obviously a loss from the Jacksonville Jaguars, they lost to the Titans today. Uh, kudos to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had a masterful uh, performance. He had like 19 carries for like a nine, 150 yards. Kudos to them, man. I mean, I, I called it, I think, a month ago. I said, yo, the way that these Jaguars have been playing, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And Surely is exactly what happened. Now, let's keep let's keep things in perspective here. Things were a little rocky at the beginning of this game. They were a little rocky, right? Josh Allen needed to calm down. Josh Allen was throwing picks. He threw that one pick. I was like, oh, that was a nasty pick. That was a bad throw. That was just bad altogether. And you know what? You know that he's good for that. You get into the red zone. He throws a pick. I mean, Eli Apple, come on, fam. Like, you're going to give it to Eli Apple? The bliss was coming, and and all quarterbacks know this. And the crazy thing is, Josh Allen is is usually on par when it comes to a team's blitzing and playing zero coverage, right? 
And I was surprised that he was he didn't have his seat, his feet set to take take a moment to read what's going on. He saw the blitz coming. They were showing it before he came through. And so and so be it. He threw a pick. I get it. It was in the end zone. Uh, it is what it is. We'll call it a day where he's known to just give up an interception. I, we know that. Right. But the second interception, I was like, come on, man. There was there was a route. That there was someone you, you could have took, but you didn't take that out route to the sideline, you decided to hold on to the ball. So there are things that Josh does that drives you crazy, but those very things that drive you crazy, he turns into huge plays, huge plays. And the the two things, the one thing I have in my, if you go and check my Twitter, it was, uh, I was talking to my man, Kevin. I was like, you know what I need to see? I need to see a performance from Dalton Kincaid, and I need to see a, a performance from Stefan Diggs. I need both those boys to show up. And, I, and you know what? The only way they show up is if we get a performance from Josh Allen. And that we did. So let's move on to the box score and look at exactly what Josh Allen was able to do today. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Allen had over 400 yards of offense. My goodness. If he had that type of performance last week, I guarantee you he's a shoo-in, if not winning the MVP. Now, whether he's in at MVP, he's out at MVP, who knows? They might even have it already set aside for Lamar Jackson. But he made himself a little bit of a case now because you've got seed number one, Ravens, and the number two seed, the Bills. And you have Josh Allen that scored two touchdowns today that puts him up at 40, what is he, 44 touchdown pass, excuse me, 44 total touchdowns this year. So that's that's amazing. He leads the league in touchdowns. You can't, you can't take that away from the brother. So whether they consider him, they don't consider him, who knows? But what I can guarantee you is we got the number two seed, baby, and we hosting. So how about that? Ladies and gentlemen, we are four-time division champs. Can I say that again? We are four-time division champs. And you know what that means? You know what that means? Let me play a little music so I can show you what's going on. There it is, folks. We got the Buffalo Fanatics tee right where you want them at the BF Fan Shop. All you got to do is go to supportbf.com, hit that like, and go to Buffalo Fanatics right now, buffalofanatics.com, or you go to supportbf.com. The Buffalo four-time division champs, folks. There it is. Go ahead and cop your tees. If you guys don't want to talk about hit that, hit that description link, and everything's going to be there. But, folks, let me get right back into it. Let me get right back into it. Let's, let's, let's talk serious now. Josh Allen. He's been scrutinized all year. He's been up and down. He's been inconsistent. This team has been inconsistent. Let's be real. Let's, let's, not, let's not be homers. This is our, our time to take the homer glasses off and be real. He's been inconsistent this year. But at the same time, as wild as it is, with his inconsistencies, he's been able to muster us to get back into contention it's just things did not fall our way we we can go over the losses that we had this year but it really doesn't matter at this point the point is this when you need josh allen to show up he shows up that is a fact when you need him to show up he shows up not many times you can say yo i need you and he doesn't come and he doesn't follow through that dude came through and he handled business josh allen today 30 for 38 eight Incompletions, two of them interceptions, folks. 30 for 38, 9.4 yards a pop. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, three sacks, and had a rating of 101.6. Folks, it started off shaky in the first half, didn't it? It started off real shaky in the first half. And Josh decided to wake up and understand. 
yo, there's a lot at stake here. There is a lot at stake here, and I'm not here to screw this up. Defense is helping us out. They bailed us out last week. Deontay Hardy just took one back to the house just right now. He's Now he's tied up the game. We're 14-14. All right, Josh, wake up. Wake up. And that he absolutely did. We dominated. Honestly, if you think about it, we dominated from start to finish. It's just that we decided to give them an opportunity in the red zone. And it sucks because giving up the football gives them the opportunities and takes opportunities away from us. But I'm going to tell you this. This performance, he can build on. This performance, you can take that into next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home in Buffalo. Now, Pittsburgh Steelers, don't, they don't, they're no slouch. They're well coached. Mike Tomlin is no slouch. Mike Tomlin is no punk. He's going to have his boys prepared, whether they're, they're shooting with Pickett or they're shooting with Mason Rudolph. That run game is fierce. But this defensive run, this run, this defensive run defense is fierce in Buffalo as well. So this is an interesting matchup, and it really is unfortunate because T.J. Watt took a, an unfortunate injury today. So who knows if he's going to be available next week? But that's neither here nor there. We'll get to that in this in this coming week. But I'm gonna tell you this, man: thirty for thirty-eight shooting, just for seventy-nine percent, just under seventy-nine percent completion percentage against one of the better teams in in the league, the Miami Dolphins. Shoo, you better call somebody now. 38, 30 for 38, and just had a monster game. But this is not where it stops, people. My man Josh Allen decided to say, you know what, let me take hand, matters into my own hands. I'm going to run that rock. My man had 15 carries today. My man turned into Jalen Hurts, for crying out loud. 15 carries for 67 yards, 4.5 yards a pop. And uh, he didn't get the record today, folks. He, he, he could have had the record to go for that 16th rushing touchdown but it wasn't in the cards. It was not in the cards today. So he is tied with Jalen Hurts for touchdowns by a quarterback in one year, and he uh, he absolutely crushed it today. So salute, a big-time salute to my man Josh Allen. You did it. You killed that shit, and uh, you propelled the Bills to their fourth straight division champs. If I'm the Miami Dolphins, I'm a Miami Dolphin fan. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick because... Not only did you guys have a three-game lead on the Bills, y'all had a three-game lead on the Bills. Y'all thought y'all had it. Ooh, y'all thought y'all had it. The Miami Dolphins thought they had this wrapped up and in the bag. Let me tell you something, man. This is the NFL. You know how they say it's hard to win in the NFL? Well, it's hard to take that title away from the Bills, man. Four straights got to have you burning inside. You burning like Usher. I'm telling you right now, you got to be burning inside because that hurts. You had this in the bag. And you let it fall. You let it, you let it crumble. You know what I'm saying? I'm like Dennis Allen, man. You had it. You had the bills where you wanted them, but you let them off the hook. And that was the biggest mistake you've ever done because now you've woke up a giant. You've, you've poked the bear. They've won the division now. You absolutely gave us a lot more momentum, right? The resiliency to come back and 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 come in and Come back and take the division. Take what's ours. And now we have the momentum going back home to Buffalo. Shoot, let's go, baby. Let's go. Don't, don't, F, don't, don't play with us, boy. Don't play. It's no time to play with us. And here's the best part. Bill's Mafia travels really well. The fact that we invaded Hard Rock Stadium and turned it into Highmark Stadium was dope. 
The whole visitor squad was filled with blue, red jerseys, just killing it. I can't imagine being a Dolphins fan. You have season ticket hold. You ever you are a season ticket holder, and you sitting surrounded by Bills Mafia. Oh, that's gotta hurt. Ain't no way that would happen in Buffalo. Having the Steelers come in and, and have a whole bunch of yellow, yellow stuff. And no, 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 ain't no way that's happening. Ain't no way that's happening. So salute to the Bills. Salute to exactly what Josh Allen was able to do today. And you got to give respect. You got to give respect to what to where respect is due. Josh Allen is that dude. Simple as that. 400 yards total. 400 yards of offense today. Yo, you're, you're clean, bro. You're clean. Josh, you're clean. You piss me off sometimes. You piss me off, but I still love you. You're still my guy. You're absolutely still my guy. Now, let's go to the run game. Now, the run game, I was a little... A little peeved about the run game. Uh, Josh Allen aside, James Cook, 13 carries for 36 yards. I mean, kudos to Joe Brady. Joe Brady tried to continue to run the football, continue to kill the clock. He did his very best, but we just weren't able to find the run fits for James Cook. It started off pretty decent, but we just couldn't find anything potent enough to keep it going. Uh, So James Cook, 13 for 36, 2.8 yards a pop. Um, That's our pro bowler. That's our pro bowler. Uh, Leonard Fournette had seven carries for 20 yards, 2.9. So the surprisingly, Vic Fangio's run defense was pretty on par today. You got to give them credit. They they kind of shut shit down today. So kudos to them. Kudos to them. Ty Johnson uh, concussed. He was out of the game, which really sucks because I love his his way he plays the game. Uh, but we'll see how it goes next week because we got Latavius Murray. I mean, he's got his old legs, but he he'll be back. He'll be back ready to go. So salute to the run game. But this is the big one, folks. This is the big one. The receiving today. I said this in my pregame, and I and I I wholeheartedly meant this, and I wanted this to happen. In order for us to succeed, in order for us to be the team we need to be, we can't neglect Kincaid. We can't neglect Stefan Diggs. We can't. We absolutely cannot. Those are the two big pieces that we need to get them involved. And that we did today. You see what happens today, folks? Josh Allen goes for 400 plus yards of total offense. 360, what, 359 to be exact on the offensive side of the ball. But here's the big one, folks. You know where our leading receiver was today? Stefan Diggs and Dalton Kincaid, the two guys that we needed to show up, the two guys that we absolutely want to be the focal point of this passing offense. Those two boys came through and showed up. Stefan Diggs was Stefan. Man, let me tell you something. For those that are trying to tell me Stefan Diggs is a little washed, oh, he's over 30, he doesn't get the separation, I've been telling you guys this. Stop that narrative. It's complete horse doo-doo. This dude had five yards of separation on one of the best, if not the best corner in the game in Jalen Ramsey. And you want to tell me that he's washed? Oh, he's over 30. He's not the same. No. Josh Allen's the one that's been off. So once they fix that situation, boy, is back on like Donkey Kong, man. Stop playing with me. And you saw a glimpse of that with that beautiful catch from Stephon Diggs from a ball from, from Josh Allen. What was it? Like a 40-yard bomb? It was a 36-yard pass, and it fell right in the bucket on on Stefan Diggs. This guy is absolutely amazing. I was talking to my man, Kevin Drudd, just the other day. We were talking about top five receivers. 
And I had Stefan Diggs as my top five receiver, hands down, no questions, no hesitations. I absolutely love that brother. And he deserves every, everything that's coming his way, he deserves. Stefan Diggs today, seven receptions for 87 yards, 12 yards a pop. He's just shy of making the end zone. But if he catches that long bomb, he's gone. He's gone. But that's what you need. You need your alpha receiver to be that dude. Hit me. Give me the ball, and I got you. Let's keep him moving. Let's go to Dalton Kincaid. We draft the brother in the first, the first round. We trade up for him. And he's had a phenomenal year this year. Dalton Kincaid's game today, seven receptions for 84 yards. He had a beautiful catch on the sideline for 29 yards. This year alone, this year alone, our rookie tight end, Dalton Kincaid, has surpassed 66 receptions. He's got 66 receptions for 589 yards and two touchdowns. Just shy of 70. It would have been really nice to see him get to 70. But this is so encouraging to know that you have a player, aside from Stefan Diggs, that can get you over 60 receptions. It's always been Stefan Diggs, and the next guy is at 50. 50 receptions. Now you got a number two, a legitimate number two target that you can go to in Dalton Kincaid. What a refreshing feeling to have. 66 receptions, two touchdowns, and 589 yards. And this is just the beginning, folks. This is just the beginning. So salute to Dalton Kincaid. But this is the one thing that I really want to talk about. It's unfortunate. Gabe Davis a solid contributor to the team. He's been a solid contributor to his team his four years he's been with the squad. He's solid, but he went down today. Something, uh, something happened with his, with his lower injury. I think he had a leg injury, and he was out. He's on the sidelines just watching. Who knows? We don't know the severity of the injury. But I'm going to tell you this. Is a star born? Do we have a star in the making in Khalil Shakir? Do we have a star in the making in Khalil Shakir? Khalil Shakir today, six receptions for 105 yards, 17.5 yards of pop. Is he our deep threat? What's going on? Is he the yak guy that we need to put the ball in his hands to see him go? Did you see him go on the sideline? Stop playing with my guy, Khalil Shakir. Get him the ball, and he does work. He is your... your, your your 2A version of Debo Samuels. He can be. I'm not saying he is Debo Samuels, but you can use him like Debo Samuels for anything. But everything in the middle is wonderful. Gives me, gives me Golden Tate type of vibes, right? Catch the ball and always looking for more. That's what I absolutely love about Kalushikir's game is he's not satisfied with catching the ball and going down. He is always looking for more. And the fact that we did not see Gabe Davis in this game, because Gabe Davis is absolutely a stud. Don't get me wrong. He's an Ironman. He's a rarely hurt. He's always on the field. He's got 85-plus percentage of being on the field. But the fact that we didn't have him on the field today kind of gave us a great indication of what this offense could look like without Gabe Davis. And the results are here. Khalil Shakir, six receptions for 100 yards off of six targets. Stephon Diggs, seven receptions for 87 yards off of eight targets. Dalton Kincaid, seven receptions off of eight targets. 
These boys were stepping their game up. And even more, let, let's, yeah, there you go, my man. Rev, Rev is, is on it, man. Even Trent Sherfield got on the action for three for 24. He had a nice catch in the slot, a tough throw and a tough catch by my man Trent Sherfield. And the concentration from Trent Sherfield in the red zone. Ball is tipped. You know what that means? Tip ball. Everyone's going for that thing. And he had the awareness to get his head, his head up, looking for that football, get his feet in bounds, and just let it drop into his hands and fall out of bounds. That, ladies and gentlemen, was poetry. <laughs> it was poetry. So salute to the whole squad today. 359 yards receiving off of 30 targets and 30, excuse me, 37 targets, 30 receptions. I think we might have our trio. If Gabe Davis happens to not come back or he's hurt for a couple of weeks, folks, we might be just fine. Diggs, Khalil, Trent Sherfield, Dalton Kincaid, my man Dawson Knox. What? Th this was nice to see. It was nice to see. So shout out to the whole squad. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the defense. They came through. And I love what we did on offensive side of the ball. Now, here's the big one. Here's what you guys need to understand. The defense absolutely stood out. Unfortunately, we lost some guys along the way. Linebacker Tyrell Dotson left to, what left in the second quarter. We didn't see him come back. I think he was dealing with a shoulder injury or something, something of that nature. Rasul Douglas goes down to a leg injury. He was working it out. He's walking on the sideline. He was back on the sideline, but wasn't doing a whole lot. So I'm hoping the fact that he's back on the sideline, it isn't anything major. It's one of those things that could be week to week. Who knows? Hopefully, it's just day to day. So we're looking to see how that plays out. But my goodness, defense absolutely showed up today. Let me tell you. Let me give you guys a little, a little something of what, what took place today with these, uh, with these bills. This defense today... In the second half, they forced a punt once, not once, not twice, not three times, four times. They forced one of the best, if not the best offense in the game. They forced them, they forced them to punt four times and then end the game on an interception by Taylor Rapp. Key contributors to guys that were not on the team last year. Deontay Hardy takes one back to the house, 95 yards. By the way, that's a Bills record. 95 yards, it's a Bills record. There's no, there is no other punt returner that's taken one back to the house, and we've had some good punt returners along the way. So salute to them. That's number one. Number two, Taylor Rapp coming in and end of the game on an interception, a beautiful interception at that, ending any opportunity that these, these Dolphins were trying to muster at the end of the game. So salute to them. So this defense, led by Sean McDermott, came through and handled business. I mean, by the way, salute, salute to, uh, to Roscoe Parrish. That's my guy. But I'm going to tell you, folks, got to give credit. Got to give credit to every, every one of these cats that, that came in and handled business today. So the Bills came through with a 21-14. And you think we would have put 40 points on that. My Facebook is going nuts. I don't know what's going on over there, but I got I to gotta shut that down. I got yo, <laughs> Bobby, quit messaging like crazy, bro. <laughs> but salute to the whole squad. Salute to everybody coming through. They absolutely handled business. Absolutely handled business. Now, let's talk about this game altogether and what it means and what it absolutely means for this squad. We face 
the Pittsburgh Steelers next week. And we'll we'll get into we'll get into all that mess. But it's just nice to know that okay, the regular season's over. We now can can focus. God, leave Facebook, man. Y'all need to chill out, man. God, leave. We need to we need to now focus on how we can get healthy and how we can get get these adjustments going and how we can kind of fix these situations that are happening right now. Because I'm going to tell you folks, we got a big one coming. We have a big one coming our way and I'm going to tell you, we've got we've got uh We've got time. We've got a week to get healthy. We've got a week to to kind of fix our issues. And Josh Allen can, needs to continue. He needs to continue to build that that rebuild. I don't want to say build, but rebuild and reacquaint himself with the chemistry he has with his offense. Holy jumpers, man! Yo, Pierre and Bobby, quit messaging like crazy, bro. Y'all need to chill out. Golly, I'm live here, people. So we need to. Yo, I'm about to yo, I'm about to lose my shit right now. <laughs> Real talk. This Facebook, I need to sign off of this Facebook. I'm I'm never on on Facebook on this damn thing and gotta sign out of this thing, man. Golly, y'all are killing me, bro. Shoot. Anyway, as I as I as I talk about how things are are portrayed right now, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way, folks. This offense today showed us that they can compete. This offense today showed us that they can they can run, they can pass, they can defend. We can play with anybody. Like, listen, everyone has been talking about, you let the Bills get into the playoffs, they're going to be absolutely dangerous. They're going to be absolutely dangerous. And we look like it today. When we freaking stop giving the ball up and we, we start to kind of buckle down, we could be absolutely dangerous. And it starts with taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then after that, we'll figure things out. But the beautiful thing about this whole situation is we're home. We are home. We get to handle things at home. So this is where we get the slight advantage. I mean, I don't know what kind of weather we're going to have. We'll never know. But this is killer. I'm about to send a message to these guys to tell them to shut the F up, man. You guys are killing my vibe right now. Golly. And you know who it is? It's Bobby and Pierre. (laughs) You two fools need to be quiet, man. Golly, man, y'all are going off. Would y'all shut the hell up, man? I got to tell these guys, man. Whew. Anyway, let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in mind. We're, we're waiting to see how that's going to play out. But the most important thing right now is getting healthy. We got to get healthy. Russell Douglas, we need you, brother. We need you to be back. We need you to come back. I don't know if you got to ice that thing up. You got to ice that thing up. Be ready to go. We need your instincts. We need your veteran ability, especially in the playoffs. Von Miller? We got to talk about that. We got we got to talk about Von Miller. Are y'all ready to see Von Miller activated next week? Because if you think about it, this week alone, he wasn't doing it. He wasn't doing it this week. Did he do anything for you guys? Because he certainly wasn't doing it for me. And I know he didn't get many snaps today. I I, I understand that. But folks, it's uh, it's one of those situations where it's like, is it even worth it to have him? to have him even even on the squad because we could get young, fresh legs like Kingsley Jonathan. We could. Or, or do we keep, do we, holy, you two, you two fools need to quit it, man. Just quit, just stop talking for a quick second. Golly. 
You just quit talking. Pierre, I, need, I know you're in here. Quit talking, man. Just mute it for a quick second, man. Y'all can talk afterwards. Let me get my shit off, man. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let me keep going, though. But in, in this regard, we just got to get healthy. Health is the most important thing at this point. We got to get healthy. And if we can get healthy at the right, at the right moments and the right times and be prepared to take these boys on, it's going to be nasty. We are going to be nasty. So let's, let's try to find a way. If we can find a way to keep these things popping, man, uh, things, things will be great. Things will be great. Now, let me keep rolling, folks. If you guys can hear me, no problem. Let's keep rolling. Now, team stats. Let's go to these team stats because a lot of things, there were a few things that we could clean up. There were a few things that we can clean up, and uh, I wasn't too thrilled about it. I'm going to be real. I'm looking at third down efficiency. We killed it. This is something that we absolutely love. We're always pretty solid at it. Nine for 15 on third down efficiency. Love it. We were, we were near the top leaders in the league, and it continued to be here in this game here. Defensively, we kept these boys to 40%. And that's, that's considered a number one offense. Points, scoring, all that stuff. They, they were lighting teams up. I mean, not, not so much the last few, but they were doing big things. So the Bills right now dominated. 26 first downs altogether. Nine for 15 on third downs. We went one for three on, four, on fourth down, but that's, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. 473 yards of total offense to their nine. All right, excuse me, to their 275. We had nine total drives apiece. The big one for us, folks, here's the big one. Six for 41 in penalties. That's the one thing that we needed to stop. Those penalties were where they, they kill us. It took a lot of momentum away from us, right? They, Dane Jackson, Dane Jackson came back with his bullshit, with his holding. You know what I'm saying? We, we've have, we haven't had one of those plays in a long time. But Dane Jackson came in, made some good plays down the stretch. Give love to my man, Dane Jackson. But altogether, this was pure domination, folks. 38 minutes time of possession. 38 minutes time of possession. Six penalties for 41. We turned the ball over three times, though. Three turnovers. And it's hard to come by and win when you turn the ball over three times. Let's be real. Josh Allen's two interceptions. I know that one of them, you guys want to call it a punt-ception. I get that part. But it's a, it, it's a turnover nonetheless. It's an opportunity taken away for these guys to get momentum. Because I get it. You're punting the ball away, which is cool, but it gives them momentum to say, you know what? We got this guy flustered. He's throwing the ball anywhere. We're going to keep doing it. But good thing Josh is a damn elite player. He adjusted himself, and he made, he made sure that he was on point and got his shit together. But I can't. But like you guys said, Aaron Damp, you, you said it right there, baby. You can't leave points off the board. You can't, you can't leave points off the board. You get in the red zone, you got to at least leave with six. Excuse me, you got to at least leave with three. You know what I'm saying? But when you give the ball up, that shit going to work. That ain't going to work. So does Josh have things to clean up? Absolutely. He absolutely does. But I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm actually pleased with the way we did things today. I'm, I'm glad. I'm proud of the squad. And now we just got to, you know what I'm saying? Prepare for this. Now, stats aside, you know what I'm saying? Team stats aside, statistics aside, let's talk ball, all right? I absolutely love the transition that we potentially are seeing right now. Think about it. 
You got a damn good receiving core, solid receiving core. A receiver we drafted in the fifth round that teams were coveting. Brandon Bean was like, nah, I see something in Khalil Shakir. And Khalil Shakir came through and handled himself. And it's not the moment's not too big. The moment is not too big for Khalil Shakir. Is this the transition we needed to take the next step? Not to take anything away from Gabriel Davis, but was this the transition we needed to get over this, this slump, this offensive slump we've been having the last two games? Let's keep it a buck. The last two games, we haven't been playing well. Offensively, we were sloppy. We just weren't doing things. When we needed to make something happen, yes, we could. But the level of inconsistencies were killing us. So here's the deal. Here's the deal, folks. Maybe Kalusha Kier, Stefan Diggs, Dalton Kincaid is the rotation that needs to go, that needs to go forward. Maybe we see less of Gabe Davis and more of Kalusha Kier. But Kalusha Kier seems to be relegated to strictly slot position. So Gabe Davis really doesn't affect the fact that Kalusha Kier will be on the field or not. But here's what it did do. Who does Allen trust more, Khalil or Trent Sherfield? It sure showed that, that Trent Sherfield was targeted, but the targets, more importantly, went to Khalil Shakir. So that's the trust building. So when Gabe does come back, where there's already chemistry built between the two, we've just strengthened our offense with having Kincaid alongside Khalil Shakir getting more involved in the ballgame. What does that do? It opens up the freaking run lanes for James Cook. Man, am I excited about what just happened. You guys understand, this was a big development today. That was a big development. Having Khalil Shakir become a focal point, and he was gone too often, you got to keep going. Oh, somebody said torn meniscus. Who's got the torn meniscus? Oh, you think it's a torn meniscus. You scared me there, man, because, I mean, I want... Gabe Davis, don't get me wrong. I, I fuck with Gabe Davis. I want him on the squad, and I want him to, to be with us. But listen, the fact that Khalil Shakir has come into his own, let's roll, man. Salute to my man, Pierre the Kingpin. What up, Pierre? Yo, definitely hate the injuries, but could Gabe missing, sir, sir, could Gabe missing be low-key a blessing into the playoffs? Offense was humming once he went out. This is what I'm saying, folks. Maybe this was, this is the transition that we never knew we needed. Maybe this is the transition that we never knew we needed. So could this be the new wave? Right? You know Diggs ain't going nowhere unless he all of a sudden asks for a trade out of nowhere. Then that's like, whoa, that's going to hit us out of nowhere. But maybe with this offense rolling into the playoffs, this kind of gives us a little more juice to see what this offense is going to look like without Gabe Davis. So next year when we draft a receiver, It'll be a nice transition. The, the young receiver can learn from Diggs, can learn from Khalil, can learn from Dalton, and we keep it rolling. Something to consider. Shakir is not Beasley. They're different players. Beasley was quick underneath. Shakir is not as quick, but he's bigger and faster. And not only that, he wants more. When he's catching the football, he's not just sitting there to catch and just go down. He's catching and going. So that's awesome to see. Now, the one thing that I do want to talk about, the one, the one person I do want to talk about that, we, that I haven't mentioned yet, I'm talking about Josh Allen. I'm talking about Gabe Davis. I'm talking about Stephon Diggs. I'm talking about the run game. I got two entities to talk about today. 
O-line was much more improved than they were last week. Christian Barmar was a handful. He was a handful last week. Christian Wilkins was a handful again. We've got, we've got some improvements that need to be done by my man Osiris Torrance. He allowed a big-time move from Christian Wilkins, which cost the fumble that happened with Josh Allen. Christian Wilkins came in, wrapped him up. There goes the fumble. Miami recovers. Osiris Torrance has to be better. Whether he's hit this rookie wall or maybe this is what we expect from him going forward, I doubt it. He's a rookie. He's going to improve. He's going to get better. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get wiser. But we, we, we see these, these moments where the interior line crumbles and you're like, why is Josh taking off? Like, let him get into progressions and then you find out, Osiris Torrance. Ah, yes. McGovern. Oh, shit. Mitch Morse. So that interior line needs to buckle up. But here's what I do love. And I loved hearing it from Collinsworth and Mike Tirico. This old line has been together the whole year. Knock on wood. They've been together the whole year. So kudos to this team sticking together and being the same five, the formidable five that's been there all year. So there's a, there's a, there's a, there's trust right now. Are there going to be some bumps along the road? Absolutely. You saw that with Osiris Torrance and McGovern the last couple of games, especially this game with that big whiff from Osiris Torrance, but he will get better. Now I did notice that Deion Dawkins had a big old cut on his hand and uh, he was off on the sideline. They had to tape that thing up and then, and then do whatever. Uh, I can't recall. See, I think he did come back into the game, um, but he was out for a significant, significant amount of time. So they can bundle that thing up. So who knows how badly it's damaged or how badly it's cut, but he ain't, there ain't no way he's missing the game next week. He's going to bandage that thing up, get it popping, and away we go. So salute to the O-line. But more importantly, and I, me and Rev talked about this earlier today, and it goes to our offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. Can we give a salute to the young offensive coordinator, Joe Brady? Joe Brady, one thing I'm going to tell you about Joe Brady is that he won't shy away from running the football. He's not going to. If it's not him, if it's not James Cook running the football, it's Leonard Fournette. If it's not Leonard Fournette, it's Ty Johnson. If it's not Ty Johnson, you know what I'm saying? It might be a little sneak route run to my man, Stefan Diggs. But Joe Brady, we've got to give love to Joe Brady. Joe Brady is maturing before our eyes. We needed this. We needed to see something from Joe Brady. Like my man Jeff King said, Joel Brady could make or break himself as being the guy that returns to this team or doesn't. And if you look at what he was able to do today, being down 14-7, getting a spark from the special teams unit, and then him dialing it up and trusting and trusting Josh Allen to make these plays, and that he did. Joel Brady might be the guy that leads this team next year. I'm, t- I'm liking what I'm seeing from our interim offensive coordinator. Pierre Kim says, yo, them first down runs are major key. He has committed to running almost every time on first down. But you know what? This is about setting up your, your opponent because that's exactly what Mike McDaniel was doing. Mike McDaniels was setting us up with that pistol formation was in, right? Opposite, opposite handoff and then obviously tossing it to the, to the right or to the left and having Devin Achen have just a burst to go up the line, I mean, you got to give it to him. Devin Achen had a nice, what, 26-yard run he had today? That was actually nice. You got to give it to him. I'm not even going to hate. 
That was a great move. He put a great move on uh, on Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer just buckled. I mean, ankles were snatched. He put them ankles in a backpack and says, I'm out of here, bro. I got your ankles. Come get them later. I'll drop them off. Maybe I'll. You know what I'm saying? So salute, salute to the way things transpired today. But going back to Joe Brady, Joe Brady, yo, you found ways to get guys open. You found ways to scheme guys open. You know what I'm saying? You got Stefan Diggs alert. You got him ready. You got him involved. You got Dalton Kincaid involved. You found a way to get these boys involved. You scheme them open. There were plays where Kincaid made plays. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Ooh, that was nice. That was a great play. The, that, was, that was a great setup. Beautiful pass to Dalton to, to Dawson Knox. Fam, this guy's just getting started. This is the beautiful part, right? He came from the, he, I mean, yes, he came from collegiate. Then he had a couple, what, a year with Matt Rule. And that didn't work out. So this is really, truly a, a fresh start for this guy. And the beautiful thing about this whole situation is, is he's young enough. And he's, he's got these things popping, man. Give, give Joe Brady some credit. Give Joe Brady some credit, man. He's got this thing going right now. So salute, salute to that brother, man. The only, my man Pierre de Kingpin says, yo, the only thing I hate is Josh jumping on these QB sneaks. I mean, shoot, Josh jumping on those QB sneaks is because these guys were figuring it out. You guys already know the drill. Josh gets behind center. You know he's going left. <laughs> he's going left. So now he's like, shit, they know I'm going left. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going I'm to trick him and go up top. Now, it was so close. He almost, when he reached over and almost had that, I thought he had that. But they but they but they busted his ass behind and they said, nah, 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 you didn't get that one. But that would have iced the game. It would have been over and done with, and it would have been pretty. But is Josh gonna do things that's gonna make us happy every time? Heck no. Is he gonna piss us off sometimes? Heck yeah. That's what Josh Allen does. It's a, it's unfortunate, but that's what he does. But at the end of the day, folks, at the end of the day, this team came through and handled business the way they were supposed to. So salute to McDermott. Salute to Joe Brady. Salute to the defense. The defense showed up and they showed out. Daquan Jones coming back has been massive alongside Ed Oliver. I'm, I'm sad that Ed Oliver didn't get a sack today. I'm looking at the defense because I wanted him to get his 10th sack. I wanted, I wanted so many guys to get their incentives today, right? Uh, we had Tyrell Dotson that got a sack, and I think Tyrell Dotson got – he was the guy that got the lone sack today. But sacking Tua is difficult because that boy gets the ball out of his hands. What, what was it, like 2.3 seconds? That ball is gone. So it's hard to get into a man's face when, you know I mean, the, the ball's gone in 2.3 seconds, man. So all we had to do was just maintain discipline, keep everything in front of you, we'll be just fine. And, and get this. The Miami Dolphins, I'm going to tell you something real quick. The Dolphins this year, they came out buzzing. They came out buzzing, right? They were scoring points left, right, center, right? 36 points, 70 points, you know what I'm saying? 31 points, 42 points. Man, they were putting points up. But when they played they play dogs, they played, they played us what? They played us what? Uh, let me see. 21-14, they played us today. Then they scored 19 points against the Ravens. Scored 20 points against the Dolphins, excuse me, the, the Cowboys in the win, right? Uh, they put up 28 points against the, the, the Titans. They lost that game. Remember that one? They were doing wheelbarrows and all that bullshit in the end zone. Yeah, you learned, you learned that one, right? But when you play up against some formidable foes, they don't score, man. When they lost against the Chiefs, you know what? 14 points. 
So every L they took, they can't score against the Eagles, 17 points. So when you play up against a dog, you better come with it, man. So it tells you that the Bills were able to adjust. The Bills were able to do what they needed to do and get away with the win. And that's what matters. And these last couple games that we won, let's be real with each other. I'll talk. I'll speak for myself. I was not impressed. We're winning ugly. What an ugly win. We're, we're stumbling into wins. We're barely getting away with them. This one was a dominating win. Although they, it's only 21-7, but we dominated. Let's be real. We dominated from start to finish. We just gave them the, we gave the ball away. We gave the ball away. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day, man. Bat Conquer. What's up, Bat? He says, yo, TD Finn's talk had, had the calming T ready to go this time. I don't know what TD Finn talk was up to, but I'm sure he wasn't happy. But you know what? If this was a moment where the Dolphins would have been eliminated from the playoffs, that'd be sickening. But now you get to see Tyreek Hill go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. That should be interesting. See how that plays out. Maybe they can pull it off. Maybe they don't. We'll see. This is going to be the first time, I think, actually, Kansas City gets to host the game. So that'll be interesting to see if Tua and them boys can go do it. But that's not our business. Our business is with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we'll see how that plays out. So let me, uh, before I get more into, into this, this analysis of this game, uh, let me get some, some questions, concerns that are coming from the Super Chat team. And salute to the Bing Squad uh, for those that have, that have subscribed to the channel and that have become members of the channel. Salute to you guys. We appreciate you very much so. Salute to the Bing Squad. Uh, my man Dan Bills, member for 34 months, says, yo, shout out to Joe Brady for not abandoning the run in these games. I'm telling you, man, abandoning run is a major mistake. It's a major mistake. You got to keep the pounding the rock because we have dynamic backs that can break one. You find a crease and they can be gone in seconds. So salute to them, man. Real talk. Uh, let me get Sophia. What's up, Sophia? Sophia says, yo, smash for a, smash that like for a beatdown of the Steelers. You damn right, Sophia. You damn right. Salute to my guy, Matthew Montgomery. What's up, Matt? What's happening, brother? Now let's win the whole damn thing. Let's go, Bills. Appreciate you, my guy. Much love. Much love to you. I got a super chat coming from my man, Eric. What's up, Schmitty? What's happening, bro? So my man, Schmitty, says, yo, Josh dominated at the crucial part of the game. In a game where he was anything but perfect, his best trait rang true the most. The man is nails, has no quit. Also, so to the depth players stepping up. No, shout out to the depth players stepping up. Absolutely, man. This is one thing that you, you're going to get from these bills, especially on the defensive side of the ball. What next man up is absolutely prevalent with this team. It's all about the next man up. Gabe Davis goes down. Trent Sherfield, step your game up, right? We lose our, our punt returner in tie this offseason to a jet ski. Deontay Hardy has been fielding punts but keeping it safe. And I guess he waited for week 18 to say, you know what, let me make a splash and let me get this thing popping. Boom, takes us out and gets us down to the field. You got to give love to where credit, love is due and where, cre where credit is due. And salute to the, to the depth of this team, man. That's, you got to give credit to Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean is the one constructing this team, man. I mean, it could be worse. We could have Bill Belichick. And you know Bill Belichick knows how to build a team, right? Womp, womp. No, the fuck he doesn't. I mean, Robert Kraft, had, he's just had enough of him. So we may not even see Bill Belichick back with the, with the, with the New England Patriots because he's, the, man, the man can't draft. The GM, Bill Belichick, can't draft for shit. Cole Strange? What? Come on, now. You tripping. You tripping. Yo, Ian Graham. What's up, Ian? Salute to my man Ian for that super chat. 
Bills play Baltimore and Detroit away. San Francisco and KC come to us in 24. Ooh, that's interesting. I like that. I like that. So, listen, at the end of the day, man, we just got to handle our own. We handle our own. We're the number two seed. In order for teams to get anywhere else, it runs through Buffalo. It runs through Buffalo. So, we may be looking at our opportunity to jump in and play the Ravens, or maybe the Ravens get upset because you already know when it comes to the playoff playoff implications and Tyrod, excuse me, Tyrod, Lamar Jackson, playoffs don't do well with Lamar Jackson. I think he's like one in three. So we'll see how that plays out. You made, you made it through the regular season. Now it's playoffs now. Playoffs is a different ballgame now. Uh, what's up, Edict? Edict says, yo, shout out to Hardy for the punt return to swing the momentum and getting the Bills team and the fans hype. You damn right, girl. You damn right, Edict. Um, or dude, my bad. <laughs> uh, shout out to my man, Don, for that super chat. The most tangible change to our team is using the QB sneak. We would have we would have two or more wins, two to three more wins, if we utilized it earlier in the season. P.S. Love the new setup. Appreciate it. The setup is here for now uh, until I decide to go back to my uh, to my other room and uh, and set it up. I just got to try to get the right setup. But I appreciate the love, brother. Um, John Monis. What's up, John? Member for two months, two months ago. Salute to you, my G. Salute, 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 salute. Uh, he says, wow, great defense. You damn right, great defense, man. We this defense is a top five defense. I want you guys to realize. I mean, I know it was either Josh, excuse me, Sean McDermott was scrutinized because he moved on from Leslie Frazier. He's taken over, and we had a lull in the middle of the season where we just weren't the defense was bending, but not breaking, but then not making the crucial stops at the end of the game. So I guess you could say we broke, but it's it's not that we're they're lighting us up like they're lighting up the Eagles. We are still a damn good team, but we just happen to give up points at inopportune times, and it looks like the defense is what let the offense down. So we're at a point right now where the defense is complementing the offense. The offense today decided to complement the defense and to button it all up. Special teams was like, yo, let me get on it. Let me get in on that action, baby. Let me get in on that action. And here comes the punt return touchdown that just happened. So salute to the whole squad altogether, well-coached. Guys are in their assignments. They're doing what they're supposed to do. You got to give them credit. Give them all the credit for that. They deserve it. Raymond, what's up, Raymond? Raymond says, yo, Allen is a truck on those critical first down runs. I'm going to tell you something, man. There's something about Allen when he's got that football and he's rolling right. How players continue to fall for this when he's looking upfield and he gives you one of these, these guys jump up. Josh is like, got you, bitch. I'm out of here. First down. But it, it wasn't always that way. But there's just moments where he's running with the ball and they just, they just, they just fake. They fall for it. They fall for it every time. And there he goes. So this is the beauty of having a dual threat quarterback. A dual threat because you can't disrespect him by thinking he's not going to run the football or pass the football. Because if you think he's going to do one, he'll do the other. You think he's going to throw the football? Gotcha, bitch. I'm running that thing. Oh, you think I'm going to run? I'm going to stop on a dime, stop right there, pop, hit him on the sideline. I mean, just go ask what he did against, uh, who was it that he, on the sideline? Was it the Jets? I can't remember who it was, where he's on the sideline, he's on the sideline, he's on the sideline, on the side, and he's, he's waiting, he's waiting, and his Murray on the sideline. You just never know. You think it's over with, but it's not. With Josh Allen, it's never over. That, that's the beauty of having a franchise quarterback. When you need him to deliver, 
He delivers. He may frustrate you for the first three quarters. But fourth quarter, when it's time, when the bright lights are shining and you need him to come through, he comes through. Tell me I'm wrong. That's Josh Allen for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's Josh Allen. Don Harvey. What's up, Don Havey? Don Havey says, yo, going forward, what do you think? Kincaid and Cook or Knox and Diggs? Yo, baby. <laughs> uh, Kincaid and Cook or Knox and Diggs? I mean, I like them. I like all two. I like both. I like all four. I mean, shoot. If I'm going to pick one, you can You can never go wrong with Diggs. Diggs is, is reliable. He's all reliable. But, I mean, listen, man, I like both. I, I, I can't pick one of them. I mean, Cook and Kincaid, I love that. And Knox and Diggs, I love that too. So, it's it's just what it is, folks. It's just what it is. Uh, let me get to uh, my man, Teddy. Teddy says, yo, uh, was that end zone pick Gabe or Josh's fault? We've seen miscommunication between them like that cost us games before. Uh, Pierre has a point. In that regard, that was, that was all Josh's fault. Josh didn't even look. Josh felt the pressure, and he just tossed it up. He just tossed it. And clearly, because if you notice, Gabe Davis was inside, going inside, which I think was the right leverage for him to do. And Josh just panicked because there was pressure in his face, and he just went, let me toss that thing up. That's what was so frustrating about it, because had he just sat there and just stood there and read that thing, yes, you probably would have got licked pretty good, but that's a strike, and you know it. He's got the arm strength to hit that any day. Ten times out of ten, he'll hit that. But the fact of the matter is this, he's falling back, not set, throws it, not even looking, interception. So to me, in my personal opinion, knowing what I know and what I saw, that's all on Josh. That's a bad throw by Josh. Simple as that. Uh, Ray comes back with a super chat and says, hey, shout out to Pierre the Kingpin for accurately calling when Josh broke the glass during his watch along cast big fella on his point every week, win or lose. Listen, a big shout out is deserved for my man Pierre. Pierre has been holding it down and holding it down all week from week one to week 18, jumping all over the place and yelling his voice, his vocal cords must be shot right now because he's talking about shot time, golly, all that good stuff. You got to give a shout out to my guy. Salute to him, man. Yo, he gets you guys hype, and then you guys come in and hang out with your boy. So it's always great. It's always great. I'm going to take that every time, man. Every time. Yo, shout out to my man, Steve. Steve, shout out, shout out to my man, Steve, for real, man. Uh, back Conquer says, yo, TD Finstock had the, <laughs> yeah, the calming to you. I know, bro. I know. TD, TD feeling it. I'm sure. I'm sure he's feeling it right now. Yo, my man Kenneth. Bills ran right over Miami the whole game, like the first game. Turnover drives way down at Miami, 35, 21, and five scoring positions. Plus, Miami at the one yard line halftime stopped. Dolphins could have dreamed. Okay, that's. I'm glad you brought that up. See, missed opportunity, and and even Coach McDermott called it out, and he was pissed at Josh. He's like, first of all, he said two things that stood out. He goes, bro. If we're going to go, we got to go for it and hit in the end zone. We can't do it shy of the sticks, shy of the end zone. You got to go for it to the end zone. That's number one. And then he's like, got to make better decisions. He's talking about Josh. Josh is his turnovers. You got to stop the turnovers because teams will pounce on that. Defensively, luckily, we're good enough that we can kind of mitigate it and try to mask it. But you keep doing those enough times, it's going to bite you in the ass. And I think I'm not trying to have any more times where things bite us in the ass because we're turning the freaking ball over. We had that happen to us in, in the Jets game the first time, and it certainly bit us in the ass. We should have took care of that team with ease, but we let them hang around. We let them hang around. By the way, I got to give a shout-out to my man, Matthew Michael Fitzpatrick. Yeah, boy, 
welcome to the Bing Squad. Bing, biggity, bing. My guy, Mr. Fitzpatrick. Love you, man. I appreciate the love, man, coming through. So let me get back to what we're talking about here. Because I don't want to stay too much too much longer, man. It's like 1.47 my time, almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, but uh, I'm going to keep going because I got I still got shit on my chest to get off, right? Um, Pierre DeKimpe says, yo, McDermott did a call last week. Timeout on that drive before the halftime. Interesting. I didn't like the fact that we were out of timeouts in the first half. We burnt them way too quickly. I'm sitting here going, why did he go and burn them all, man? And now we got to sit here and try to get out of the get out of dodge and get out of bounds and try to rush and do all this stuff. Frame. Had he just kept one, we would have had an opportunity to do something. Now, I will say this though. What I found extremely, extremely odd, where there was what? 26 seconds left. Vic Fangio and his defense all back up to the end zone, thinking that Josh was going to go right for the end zone and go for the gusto. Josh took a quick out, 11 yards, first down. I was like, what the, what the hell just happened? I was like, what, what were they thinking? So I, I do remember that part, um, but we didn't capitalize. And that's the unfortunate part. We got to capitalize on those things. We must. It's a must that we capitalize, but we didn't. It is what it is. We're going to learn from it. McDermott needs to learn from it. But for the most part, it didn't affect us because we won at the end of the day. So, uh, I mean, to me, that that's the most important thing in this whole situation. So, let me, let, me, let me just put it this way, man. We have spotlight heroes. I love to talk about who, who stood out, who did great. And uh, who's your spotlight hero in this game? If you had to choose two spotlight heroes, who are they? Talk to me right now. And I'm going to tell you right now. My first spotlight hero, 100%. <laughs> Hold on. Before I get to that. <laughs> Pierre's like, yo, Fangio panicked. Josh was, in fact, going for the TD there. And I know he won. I, Fangio, sure, I'm sure Fangio's like, yo, he's going for it, guys. Everybody back up. And Josh is like, it reminded me of the Kansas City game where we're like, yo, let's play soft. And, and Kelsey's like, yo, just hit me right here quick. Like, let's not even talk about it. Just go, go, go. So Josh is looking at this defense, go bailing. They're like, what the fuck, yo, just let me hit that real quick on the sideline and call it a day. I don't know what Fangio, Fangio was thinking there. That was actually very odd. Anyway, let, let's like, let me continue here with this whole situation here. Spotlight hero. Right off the bat, I think we can all unanimously agree. Deontay Hardy? Deontay Hardy absolutely was the guy. Deontay Hardy absolutely turned this thing around. And it was, it was about his decisiveness. If you looked at his return... He caught the ball, surveyed, made a couple moves, and he saw a seam, and he took it. He could have easily just said, ah, let me go soft. But he took that and broke open the game because that very special team's touchdown absolutely broke the will of the Miami defense. You can see it took the sail out of them. And the fact that we gave the ball back at the end, Tyreek Hill going down with his back injury, they had no one to go to. You got no Waddle. You got, you got no freaking... Tyreek, what are you going to go, Braxton Berrios? Man, you better cut that shit out, man. That's not going to happen. Spotlight hero? Yo, put the spotlight on my man, Deontay Hardy. Deontay Hardy deserves it. He, he, he sparked this comeback. He really did. He sparked this comeback. And you got to give all full credit to Deontay Hardy. Yo, Rico, spotlight hero? Tua, turn the ball over. <laughs> yes, man. Tua, Tua was Tua, man. Tua was Tua. That's all I'm going to say. 
I'm not gonna say anything else, right? So that's my that's my spotlight hero uh, for for today. Uh, I think that he did a phenomenal job today, and uh, that play was absolutely massive. That is massive. So, Bills Mafia, what did we learn today? What did we learn in this game today? What did we learn from Josh Allen? What did we learn from from Joe Brady? What did we learn from this team? This team win. Here's what we learned. I can tell you right now. These last five, six games, we learned that, okay, if we are going to, if we're going to make a run, we have to have a gut check time. We got to talk to one another. We got to figure things out. What are we doing? I mean, are we going to figure this out? They could have folded. Allen could have said, yo, I'm having an awful year. I'm just going to try to do what I can and so on and so on. Bro, they never wavered. They absolutely stayed the course. They really took the mentality of one game at a time. And at this point, this is where we were facing a gauntlet of hard teams. Think about it. We had to face the Chiefs. Took down the Chiefs. We had to face the Dallas Cowboys. We absolutely annihilated the Dallas Cowboys. So, like, yo, we're, not, we're on a two-game streak. And at this point, we're like, okay, we might have something here. We might have something here. And the more that we stack them wins up, ugly or not, it kind of showed us, okay, we know how to win. Let's just learn how to win. Let's try to get this thing going here. And that we did. So what we learned is that this team ain't going to quit. This team is playing hard for their head coach. This team is playing hard for one another. There's one thing that Rasul Douglas said. He said, yo, how's it been when you've, you've changed from being in an, an area that you know so well in Green Bay, and now you're coming to a team? He's like, yo, I love it. He must have said, I love it six times. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That should tell you enough. They embraced Rasul Douglas. They made, the, they made him one of their own. And you can see it because his play is shining on the field right now. So this team is not a team that you want to mess with. Maybe this might be the squad resilient enough they can take this whole thing. Who knows? Is this the greatest story that's ever going to be written? I have no idea. But I can tell you this. What I learned today was that this team is hungry. This team is hungry. This team wants it. And Josh Allen, you can always count on Josh Allen to put his best foot forward when it matters most. And nobody can say no. Nobody can say boo, tickety boo to that because that's exactly what it comes down to. So salute to Josh Allen and the way that he handled business. He was on it. He was absolutely on it for sure. Now, folks, there are some some moments in this game where you're kind of like, ha, I don't like it. This is killer. This is not good. And that's the health. We want to be able to, you know what I mean, jump out of this, you know what I mean, relatively healthy, but we took some big blows. Tyrell Dotson not coming back. What, what do we do with that? Is it Dorian Williams time? Do we trust Dorian Williams? Does the deep, does the off, does, does coach Sean McDermott trust Dorian Williams to take over? Or is it going to be Balen Spector time? Balen Spector came in and had some really good plays. Instinctual, he ain't going to cover shit. But he's instinctual. He's where he's supposed to be. He's around the ball. And you saw that a little bit. So, so salute to my man, Balen Spector. He came through and handled business. 
health-wise. Rasul Douglas, we talked about this. Rasul Douglas, we need him to be healthy. We need everything about Rasul Douglas to be back at it as 100%. This medical staff is going to have a hell of a time trying to get him back right in, what, six days, seven days? This is going to be a tough one. So we got what? Rasul Douglas. I feel like I'm missing one more person that got hurt. We got Rasul Douglas. We got, uh, obviously, Tyrell Dotson. Who am I missing that? One more person got hurt, and I was like, oh, this one hurts that we, we lost this person. But those are moments that will – Dawkins. Thank you very much. Dion Dawkins. Dion Dawkins with a lacerated finger. We got we to we just get healthy at the right time. And then you got – obviously, you saw the last one with Taylor Rapp getting hurt at the end. That wasn't ideal. But hopefully these guys get back. Ty Johnson, Gabe Davis. We got so much, so much guys injured in this game. So I'm hoping that everybody is day-to-day. They're just bruised up. Coach already knows that we made the playoffs. So he's like, yo, if we don't win this game because you guys aren't here, shame on us, number one. But if we don't win this, it's cool. We're in the playoffs. No matter what, we play this team again. It would have really sucked for us to go back to Miami to play. But we handle business, we lock shit down, and we're going back to Buffalo. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. So salute, salute to, to those that have stepped up. Greg Rousseau was, was great. Uh, Leonard Floyd obviously was solid. Christian Benford came in with a big-time interception on Ty. Kai, you are saying? So he came through. Tyreek Hill was, was, was going for that jump bomb. Christian Benford was like, nah, bro, I got this. This is me. This is me right here. So big shout-out to the whole squad, man. Yo, Baylin Spectre today. Four tackles and one solo. If I'm not mad at if we have to see Baylen Spectre again. But I'd like us at the end of the day to get healthy and get back into it. Now, the stitches might be a problem because if anybody has ever gotten stitched before, once you stitch that thing up, you need, you need it to give time to heal. When you're bending it all day, you open in that cut, it's never going to heal properly. So who knows how it's going to play out with my man Dion Dawkins. He might have to have that club on his hand. I don't know. We shall see. But for the most part, folks, what a game we had today. You, we, we can't take away anything away from, uh, from these boys. They, they really did their job. That Everybody came through. Everyone did their what, what we call the 111th, if you will. Everyone did that. And you can't go wrong with it. So salute to the Bills. Salute to everybody that, that stepped up and did what they needed to do. We got to keep it rolling. We got to keep it rolling. So... Here's what I here's what I wanna I wanna to end with when when we when we talk about this team here. And I'm gonna let you guys, I'm a, I don't want to end it just yet because I know you guys have questions, concerns, and things you want to touch on, and we definitely will touch on them for sure. But the thing that stood out to me today was we knew we weren't playing our best in the first half. We just knew it. So it was a matter of okay, when are we gonna snap out of it? And something needed to take place in order for us to snap out and get back on track. What it shows me is that we were, A, able to kind of dig deep, figure things out. B, we were able to make adjustments. And that's the biggest thing. Defensive adjustments we were able to make on the fly. Sean McDermott, salute to you. And offensive adjustments after halftime. Once halftime hit, we started to move the chains. We started to move the football. Josh Allen started to get more comfortable. He even said it in his press conference today. He said, second half, the ball just started flying off my hand. 
And it was just, I felt like I just couldn't miss anything. I was just hitting on everything. So big time, big time, big time, uh, big moves by Josh Allen and the offense. You got to give him, got to give him love. Yo, salute to my man, Top Shata. What up, Top Shata? What's happening, man? He goes, uh, the Bills team is more resi- uh, resistant than the past year's team. They're learning to win playing ugly football. And sometimes you can only play ugly for so long until things start looking pretty again, right? I mean, it's almost, uh, you know what I mean, when you, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Bills, the Bills got the goggles on, man. The Bills got the goggles on. The, you know, when you go to the club and, you know what I mean, you start having a few things and, and one, some, some girl that don't look real good, but the more you have some of these, the more, the more nice she starts to look, the more pleasant she starts to look. That's the Bills, man. The more time they get where you mean fuck it up and making stupid plays and they learn from the mistakes, they kind of start to get their shit together. Okay, we can't do that shit no more. Things start to look good. They start to look better as they play. So um, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled that these guys were able to, you know what I mean, stay with it, stay the course, and really get this thing popping, man. That's what you want at the end of the day. That's what you want at the end of the day. So here's the deal, folks. I just want to, uh, to show you guys something real quick. As I share my screen, this is what it's looking like, folks. The playoff machine is now set, and it is it is in stone. Shall I put it? Yeah, it's in stone. If you wanna, if you wanna look at it that way, and uh, here's what you here's what you're looking at, folks. Let me just reset this thing so you guys can see where we stand here. So these bills right now are the number two seed, and we will be facing the ten and seven seed. Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Pittsburgh, good squad. They've had their challenges all year. We know that. Um, but uh, listen, when you make the playoffs, man, it don't matter how you get in, but you got to get in no matter what. And Mason Rudolph seems to be the guy that they appreciate at quarterback. Uh, Kenny Pickett was their guy, but Mason Rudolph seems to be doing it. He's completing right now in the last, last few games that he's played, 74% of his passes. And uh, when he faces the when he faces the Bills, we're gonna change that real quick for him. Najee Harris, third running back in franchise history. Excuse me, first running back in franchise history to rush for three consecutive seasons of a thousand yards. It's crazy because there's been some really good backs that have come out of Pittsburgh, and Najee Harris is the first one to hit consecutively three thousand yards, which is a uh, thousand yards for each year. That's crazy. So salute to them. But, yo, they got some explosive people on their squad, man. Jalen Warren is a load, right? He had 149, listen, 149 carries this year for 784. So you had two backs that had over 700 yards rushing. So kudos to them. And obviously, you got the, the receiving crew. George Pickens, Deontay, Deontay Johnson, and obviously, they got Pat Freemuth. I'm not sure if Pat Freemuth is still healthy. but uh, And then you got gadget players like Calvin Austin. And what an afterthought, Allen Robinson. I don't know what's going on with that, brother, but we'll see. And then you got that defense with Minka led by TJ Watt. TJ Watt being hurt. That changes things a little bit. Alex Highsmith can play. You know he's nice. So we got we're gonna have our hands full. Patrick Peterson, we get to burn that brother. I mean, he's the same guy that was like, yo, I know exactly what Gabe Davis does. I will, I will lock Gabe Davis. I, I know exactly what he's about. So it's gonna be fun to see how we match up and how we play and how we decide to attack these guys. These guys are gonna want to play bully ball. They're going to want to come in and run the football, run the football, run the football, control the clock. So guess what, Bills? We got to put the points on these boys quick and fast, and away we go with these boys. So you already know what time it is, man. We already know what time it is. So hopefully 
This is how you play things out. The Bills look good today. You got to give credit to them. They made the necessary adjustments and the way we went. So uh, before I get out of here, man, questions, concerns, hit me with the questions. Uh, and if you want to do questions, give me a hashtag and uh, whatever the topic you want to hit. And I'm going to hit that in the chat. If you want to support the channel, it's very simple, folks. It is supportbf.com. Supportbf.com. Everything is there from our website to memberships to uh, to even Super Chat. If you want to show, show, show love by Super Chatting, this is your opportunity to, to, uh, to, to jump in um, and go from there. So... Let me let me address this this cat right here, Herd Hero. Herd Hero on my own Twitter. I'm gonna address you because you've been you've been wanting the clout. So I'm gonna give you that clout, my guy. So on my own Twitter, you guys, if you guys follow me on my Twitter, I like to kind of talk my shit. It's therapy for me. You know what I'm saying? When I'm going through my emotions, I tweet that out. So maybe I can go back to my tweet later so I can do my content on my show. And here comes Mr. Hero talking about telling me to calm down. How are you going to come on my page and tell me to calm down about how I'm watching the game? Fan how you want to fan, and I'm a fan how I want to fan. So my man, my man had, a, he had, a, <laughs> he had, he felt some type of way. He thought I was talking shit to him. Meanwhile, you coming on my page and you talking big shit. So I told you to calm the fuck down and go sit down somewhere. He didn't like that. So heard hero. I ain't mad at you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know you had a little bit of something to drink, so I know you were a little out of it. And my man made a video trying to address me and all that stuff, bro. Keep that energy for yourself, man. It was 2024, man. I'm not into that beef stuff, bro. It's all love. But stay off my page, bro. If you don't like the way I tweet and look at my shit, stay off my page, baby. And here you are. <laughs> Come talking talking to me. Talk about talk to me. Anyway, I did talk to you. And I'm done. You know what I'm saying? So much love to you, bro. I ain't mad at you. You got to do what you got to do. But don't, don't be coming on my page and tell me how I do my shit. Come on now. That's crazy talk. That's crazy talk, man. <laughs> Laura's like, I know that's right. You know that's right, man. Don't be talking to me like that. Talk about telling me to calm down. It's like telling somebody, it's like when my girl's mad, I'm like, yo, calm down. <laughs> when she's pissed off, that's the wrong thing to do. So when I'm watching my bills and I'm getting pissed off because we're not playing the way we're supposed to, and yo, calm down. Don't be telling me to calm down. Boy, please, man. <laughs> Heard a hero trying to catch catch these, these internet hands, man. <laughs> nah, I'm playing with you. I don't do that. I, I'm all about the love, baby. So Heard hero. Don't be mad, bro. Don't be rad. Don't be don't be mad, man. Just be cool. Be cool, brother. Be cool. Anyway, if y'all have any questions, concerns, you guys know what to do. Super chat it. And uh, I mean, it doesn't always have to be super chat, bro. I'm going to try to catch any comment that comes my way and we can talk it out. Uh, I got my man, Eric Peak. What's up, Eric? Yo, uh, weather for Miami versus KC predicts zero degrees with wind. Yee. Well, have fun with that, big fellas. Have fun with that. Zero degrees with the wind is gonna be it's gonna be a cold one. It's gonna be a cold one. Uh Austin, what's up, Austin? Read it at 1 p.m. Sorry, he said uh Reddit, it is a 1 p.m. game, not pretty, but good game. Um, yeah, man. We uh I think we're back to 1 p.m. No more prime time. The next prime time game that we're gonna have is gonna be in the Super Bowl. So uh we just gotta we just gotta make sure that we handle our own, handle our business, and uh and away we go. That's what it's gonna come down to, man. That's what it's got to come down to. I got a, a, a comment coming from my man, Michael Fitzpatrick. What up, Mike? Mike says, yo, there is a nice bar behind you. What are you drinking for the victory? Ooh. <laughs> you know what? You guys can pick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that shit right at the bottle. So I got, I got some, uh, I got some Appleton. I got some Appleton. I got some, uh, I got some Uzo. Uh, Uzo is terrible. I don't want no Uzo. 
I got some uh, some lemoncello. I got the peach. I got the, this brandy on the side here. I got pineapple rum. I got some bamboo rum, actually, some uh, some bamboo rum from Bahamas. So I can hit that. So you guys can let me know which one you want me to hit before I get out of here. Uh, I got the Malibu rum on the side. I got the pink Whitney. Pink Whitney is always a fun one. And uh, I got some Patron, little bottles of Patron. Please don't let me, don't, please don't make me drink that shit. And I got some Old J Admirals. Uh, I mean, listen, I got some 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 Cuban rum on the side as well. So, I mean, I got I got a bevy of uh, of drinks. And here's the crazy part: I'm not a drinker. I'm not a no no Ciroc, <laughs> no Ciroc, Nesta, no Ciroc. Um, I usually I usually go through the Ciroc like that. It's a it's a it's a wrap when I do that. Um, but yeah, man. So you guys pick the drink. I'll take the shot. And uh, warm that little chest up. Get the little get the little hairs on my chest going, and uh, we get a popping, baby. I gotta. So you guys, you guys, let me know. Hashtag which drink you want me to want me to hit down, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that take that down a little bit for y'all. Uh, Austin Hemby says, "Yo, delay." Hold on, so what do you say? My B here is tomorrow. Your B day? I think you're saying that your birthday is tomorrow. I don't know if you're under the influence, my guy. I think that's what you're saying. So if it is your birthday, salute to you. Happy birthday to you, brother. And uh, I hope you have a good time, baby. I hope you got a good time tomorrow because that's a good day to celebrate a Bills victory. Uh, Okami says, yo, Balen Spector looked pretty good today. Uh, hope to see more of him. Here's the thing about Balen Spector. Balen Spector had a really, his rookie season had a really good uh, offseason. A really good offseason. And uh, a preseason, excuse me. So he was even in the running to like, is he going to make the squad? Is he going to be the starting linebacker next to Milano, this, that, and the third? Um, and so him getting some time and playing well does not surprise me, does not surprise me one bit. So the fact that Baylor Inspector got some time and he did well, let's go. Let's go, man. Mike Hurdle says, yo, I like that bar, Rico. I appreciate it, man. When we, when we moved into this house two years ago, this was a pleasant surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. We're like, what? This guy's got a bar? She will take that. All right. So what you guys want, man? My man says, yo, take the Malibu. Uh, so this is straight coconut, so I can do the Malibu rum. We could do that one. Uh, take a little swig of that. So yo, he says, yo, go to the Caribbean, man. Take some rum. I'm a rum guy, man. So uh, rum, if rum is what it is, then rum is what I'll do. You feel me? So I'm just going to say that I'm just going to take the consensus, whatever people are saying. Everybody's saying rum it up, man. All right, shit. Then we, yo, you said gin? Somebody said gin? You, you tripping with that gin, man. All right, so let's. Oh, somebody said, "Yo, Wolfgang, you are a not my favorite person. <laughs> you are not my favorite person." So the consensus was rum. So we gonna rum it up. Uh, give me a second here. We gonna get this uh, this this bamboo. I don't know if you guys have ever had this this bamboo, man. This bamboo is uh, the Bahamas. It does the trick. Let me pop that cork. Let me take a little swig of that. And then we're going to call it a, whoo, you heard that. You heard that real good. So we're going to take a swig of that and we go out of here, man. So, uh, folks, in uh, as I commemorate this uh, this Bills win, it was a big one. Uh, I'm going to take uh, a swig of this, uh, this this Bamboo Bahamas rum. And you can never go wrong with rum. It's nice and sweet. I should, guess, I should go get it and actually pour me a real drink. But we're gonna, we, ain't, we ain't going to do that. My man Nesta said, yo, where's the Bambaku rum, man? I don't have the Bambaku. We're going to get the Bambaku another time. But, folks, big win for the Bills, 21-14. We took down the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we were able to come back from a 6-6 six and six record to getting 11 wins. I'm going to be real with you. When 
I started this this year when we started at the beginning of the year. We everybody was kind of predicting how many wins the Bills were going to get, how many wins, how many wins. And I was on record by saying we were going to get 12 wins. We could have got way more wins than 12 wins. And uh, let me go back to see where I had us losing. Is this the right book? So I had us at 12 and five. And where I had us losing was taking an L to the Dolphins in the last week because I, I figured that we wouldn't need this last game. So I'd give it to the Dolphins. I thought we were going to split it, but that we did not. I thought we were going to win against the Patriots, win against the Chargers, win against the Cowboys. I had to win against the Cowboys. And I had us winning against the Chiefs, which is crazy. But I had us losing against the Eagles, which we did. Jets winning. Broncos is where we, where we took the L. I did not expect us to lose against the Broncos. But I had us winning against the Broncos, but losing against uh, the Bengals. Win against Tampa. Win against the Patriots. Win against the Giants. A loss to the, to the, to the, uh, the Jaguars, which we did. And uh, so I was pretty, pretty bang on. The only thing that I missed was obviously losing to the freaking to the Broncos. We had no business losing to the Broncos. But anyway, that being said, yo, he said, take that pineapple rum. Stop, stop. <laughs> take it. Oh, you don't want the you don't want the bamboo rum? You know what? I'm gonna take two shots for y'all. Two shots, 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 shots. So um, I mean, you might as well just kind of get that thing popping right now. Get that thing, get that thing going. So Bills win, and I love it. I love the fact that we win. You know how it is, man. Victory Mondays are always great. Uh, I'll be on the Bleacher Report tomorrow, folks. Come join me on the Bleacher Report app tomorrow. I think my stream tomorrow is at 1.30 your time, 2.30 my time. So uh, don't be afraid to come join me. And uh, let me just check my calendar first because uh, I got to put all these things in my calendar. So tomorrow's stream is, uh, yep, it's at uh, 2.30. So it's going to be 2.30. And uh, it's going to be obviously talking about this win against the, the Miami Dolphins. So join me tomorrow. Download the app. It's Rico underscore BF. Hit me up and uh, and join it. And I want to try to get my followers up. I want to get it. I'm at, like, I think I'm at like 50 followers. Let me just bump that thing up to 100 followers and let's just keep it popping. So uh, let me not waste any more time and waste any more your time. Uh, let me take this sip real quick. And then I'm going a, I'm to a jump in on that uh, that pineapple room because that pineapple room is nice. So bottoms up. Well, that's sweet. Mm-mm. Woo! Yo, that's nice. Smooth. Real smooth. Um, greatest story ever told. Cheers, my dude. Cheers to you as well. Oh, that was that was that was smooth. And I, I promise I'll take uh, another swig. There's that pineapple rum. So if you guys don't know this one right here, that's that old Jays, man. That old Jays is 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 legit. It's the uh, the the smooth pineapple rum. Oof. That one got me here. I can't believe I'm doing this for y'all, man. Mm-mm. Yay! There it is, folks. Ooh, pineapple rum is real good. That's what I love. So, that being said, that's my time, baby. That is my time. And uh, let me get out of here and, uh, and call it a day, folks. So, we appreciate you. If you guys have not subscribed to the channel, do me a favor. Subscribe, subscribe to the channel. Hit that like. If you're not following me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. It is super simple. It's uh, Rico underscore BF. You guys see it just on the corner there. That's where I'm at. Hit me up. Follow me. Listen, Herd Hero, I'm going to hit you up again, man. Listen, I ain't got no beef with nobody. I like to keep my stuff beefless. You know what I'm saying? I don't do beef. I don't do any of that stuff. It's just, it's just, it's corny, man. It's corny. We're in 2024. We've grown. I'm a grown-ass man. I got four kids. I ain't doing all that mess, man. 
<laughs> it's all love here. It is all love here. And for Miami Dolphins fans, y'all made the playoffs, man. Y'all made the playoffs. So you, you ain't got to worry about nothing. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You guys will be just fine. You guys will be just fine, and you guys will be all right. Y'all made the playoffs. You guys should be cool. And um, have fun in Kansas City. And you guys should be able to take Kansas City. Kansas City's not been, you know what I'm saying, not been doing anything special. So you should be able to get out of that game and win it. I know you lost it the first time, but I'm telling you right now, man, you guys will be just fine. You guys will be just fine. So uh, salute to them. And uh, we'll see you guys another time, man. Big time, Corny Rico. Yeah, man, anybody trying, to, anybody trying to fight people? Come on now. I got kids, man. I got, like, listen, I got my daughter that just went to the UK for schooling. And I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out like crazy because she's going and doing her studies for six months. And I'm like, and I, I'm, you, see, you think I've got time to do Twitter fingers with you? <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Anyway, that's it for me. You guys have yourself a freaking fantastic evening. Big Bills win. BBW, that's how we do it. Big Bills win, and we'll keep it rolling. And it's always positivity, man. Always love. And listen, let's try to keep positivity. Let's keep positivity going. If you can do something nice for someone, do something nice for someone always because it's going to come back to you. And that's how the world keeps going. We can make a difference if we could do that stuff. But that being said, let's get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, I'm excited. I'm ecstatic that these Bills won. And uh, we got the number two seed locked up. So the road to the Super Bowl kind of ends with us. You got to come to Buffalo if you want to get there. So what a way to make this happen. So, folks, do yourself a favor. Go ahead and hit www.supportbf.com. Don't be the one that doesn't have this Buffalo Division shirt. We are four-time champs. And if you look at the fine print, you'll notice that 716 is the area code because that's where, you know what I'm saying, you got to come if you're trying to come through the AFC East because the AFC East is run by the Buffalo Bills four-time, four-time champs. You got to love it. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. And until next time, it's your boy Rico. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Until next time, it's your boy, and I'm gone. Let's go. Enjoy your evening, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow on the Bleacher Report app. Do your boy a favor. Download the app. Follow me, and I'll tell you when I'm up. So, folks, enjoy your night, and we'll catch you guys again another time. Let's go.